It's good to see you. So good. Y'all done shopping? It's too late. It's too late. I hope that you're ready. Um, I, I know that many of you, how many of you are from another state? And you look at that. We welcome you. And they drug you to church, of course. We're happy about that. We really are. We thank you for being here uh, today. It means a lot to us. We have a lot of people at Timberline who have kind of a tradition of bringing a New Year's uh, or a Christmas Eve offering. And so we're going to facilitate that not by passing a plate, but by each exit there are some buckets that if you brought that and you want to as a family, you can drop it in there on your way out. And the ushers will not let you out unless you give something. So, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. If you're a guest, we have zero expectation that you'll give anything. It's truly to facilitate those. It's part of their tradition. So thank you. Hey, um, we do not have services tomorrow. It's Christmas Day. We want you to be with your family. But we do kick it back off next weekend on the last day, Saturday night of 2022, and the first day of the year. And we have a special guest. He's part of our our pastor uh, group and our teaching team, Pastor Dick Foth, he's going to be talking about kind of new beginnings. Matter of fact, just listen to what he has to say. Hi, friends. I'm Dick Foth. Great to have you here at Timberline on this Christmas Eve. We're having a good time. And next weekend, we'll be having a good time as well. Saturday evening, Sunday morning times here at Timberline. We're going to be speaking about the idea of new beginnings and fresh slate and getting started again. More than New Year's resolutions. We'll be here to speak to that and we'd love to see you back then. God bless. See, so that's, that's kind of fun because then you can end your year um, going to church before you go party. Right? On, the, <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Hey, let me read you a story. While they were there, Joseph and Mary, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep, and suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. The radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring real great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven, peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. When the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, I love this part, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and they found Mary and Joseph and there was the baby lying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. 
The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. What a story. Millions of people through hundreds of years have remembered and reflected on that story. And many gather all over the world at this time of year to recognize the birth of Jesus Christ. He came because he thought you were worth it. Were you? <laughs> I, I was in a setting not too long ago when someone walked into the room. There was a whole bunch of people in the room and, and the person next to me said, do you know what they're worth? I said, no. <laughs> doesn't, really, doesn't really matter, does it? If, if your neighbor right now just looked over at you and said, what are you worth? What would you say to them? See, would you come up with a dollar amount? Or how many of you would just say, not near enough? Not near enough. But not as much as I'd like to be. You know, it's interesting how we sort of put a dollar value on things when someone says, what are you worth? We immediately think of the dollar. I don't think the greatest treasures in our lives have anything to do with connection to a dollar or to money. Your greatest values... You can't put a price on that. What is the value of a mom or a dad to their young child? What is the value of a mechanic who can fix your car when no one else can? A few years ago, we were hosting Thanksgiving for our family. And I went downstairs on Thanksgiving morning. The house smelled great. Bonnie's cooking all the good stuff. And, and they're going to come over in a couple hours and I walked and I hit the last step off of into the basement and my foot went and the carpet went the hot water heat had broken and water was everywhere. What is the value of a plumber on Thanksgiving Day? That plumber came to our house that morning and fixed our problem. I called him God when he left. See, your value to God has no monetary connection whatsoever. There's no performance required. It's way different than the systems we have on this earth. He valued you so much and you were worth so much that he left heaven and he became a baby, born through a virgin. Sounds like a big crazy story because it is so that he could show you how much you're worth. All you have to do is accept it. It's interesting to me that God loves us whether we love him back or not. God is chasing you whether you chase him back or not because he sees how valuable you are because you're created in his image for his purpose. This isn't about signing up to joining a church, this, to join a church, this isn't about all of a sudden doing all the rules and becoming some religious fanatic. It's not about that at all. It's about recognizing that God gave you purpose to live on this life. That is why he came. That is why I said yes to his knock on my heart and I hope you will do the same because you can live your life with that kind of a meaning, full of meaning. That's what the Christmas story is all about. 
Jesus came so that you don't have to walk in darkness. And as we come into this moment of the lighting of the candles, I just want to say a couple things about it. In John chapter 8 in the Bible, John, I mean, Jesus makes this statement that John is recording. And it says this, when Jesus spoke to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So tonight, these candles that we're going to hold up together will symbolize our Lord and Savior, the light of God shining in us and shining through us. And in just a moment, we'll ask the ushers to come and light the candles at the end of each row. We'll, we'll lower the lights and you will watch this room begin to illuminate. But before we do that, we have a tradition here on Christmas Eve. And that is to pause and remember those who we miss this time of year, who have gone before us. How many of you have a loved one that's not here this year that you miss them? Bonnie and I just the other day were reflecting with her mom especially who loved Christmas. And she's home with the Lord, I'm so glad, but I'm, I miss her, we miss her. Something about Christmas and family gatherings and boy, it's just put right in front of you that that chair is empty. So I want you to just feel the feelings. It's okay to let the emotions because we're just gonna appreciate those people who have gone before us with this memory candle. thank you for the memories of the precious people who have gone before us. In some ways they blazed the trail, many of them, for us to be here now. We are grateful. We are appreciative. And we remember. We thank you for your grace and your peace when we feel the loss. Thank you that you are the light of the world, Lord. We don't have to be afraid and we don't have to walk in darkness. I'd like to ask our ushers to come and light the candles at the end of each row. And if you wouldn't mind lighting the candle next to you carefully.
Wow. Man, you could just look at the ceiling and see the reflection of what one light and hundreds of lights do in a room just by candlelight. That's why Jesus said he was the light of the world. So we're going to make a proclamation together. And I want you to say it from your heart. We're going to basically, in just a moment, we're going to lift up our candle together. And as we lift it, I would like for you to join me in saying to the Lord, you are the light of the world. Are you ready? Here we go. You are the light of the world. Now look around. <laughs> wow. How many of you know we have to do that one more time at least, right? Right? I, I wait all year for this moment. So This time maybe you don't need to look around because you've seen it. And, and as you say it, you can really declare it. And then I'm going to lead us in a prayer as we keep our candles up. Here we go. You are the light of the world. Lord, thank you for being that light. Thank you that we don't have to live in darkness. Thank you that when fear and challenge tries to come and capture us, we are set free by the light of Jesus Christ. We proclaim that with thanksgiving in our heart. We are appreciative. We give it all to you in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Amen. Now slowly blow that out carefully if you don't mind. Don't want to burn anybody nearby. Wow. Wow. I love that. Oh, man. Beautiful. You guys are welcome. We have uh, some, some trash bins and bags that will say used candles. We recycle these. And so you can throw those on your way out. If you want to take them home, you're more than welcome to. If you want your kids to take them home and burn your house down, you're welcome to. But uh, be, be careful with those candles, whatever you do. All right. Oh, you guys, here we go. We're going to sing one more song together. It's one of my favorite songs, Joy to the World. So stand if you're able and let's declare it together. Come on, lift your voice up and sing it. everybody. Say that to somebody before you get out of here today, okay? Have a great evening and a great day tomorrow.